Okay, here we go. Hang on. Okay, let's let's start again. You ready? Yeah, professional. For both of us, Mrs. Wook. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you do. And I'm sorry it's taken um, a while between podcasts because we've been very busy. We have, like, and do you know... I've had my social, uh, my trophy wife duties to continue. <laughs> There's been so much whining and dining for you, hasn't there, Mrs. Oh, Wook? Oh, my goodness. Out on the yacht. Out on the yacht. You've had to take people up to the, ho- the weekender. Up to the weekender. And we've so been much hospitality at hanging, home. Hanging with the Packers, the Murdochs. Oh. And the Simons, the Simmons. Who are they? Aussie Home Loans. Oh! We're, God, we're we, really showing our age. We I think had, there's a lot more high flyers than that that are... We had him and Amber over for dinner and I did a roast chook. <laughs> it was sensational. <laughs> and he we're, had a whole one to himself. He's a big man. Oh, well, you know, he's in the good enough. Like many of us, I think he's been in the good paddock for quite some time. But his wife didn't eat much at all. Oh, really? Yes. Do you know <laughs> that she used to be married to Patrick Keating, son of... Paul Keating. What about the whole saga around the uh, pedophile who hung himself in uh, (gasps) America? Put it on the list. Put it on the list. uh, Was friends with Prince Andrew, and apparently Paul Keating's daughter was there. Put it on the list. What was his name? Well, all I can think of is Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein, (laughs) but he was another one. He was a Weinstein. He was a Harvey. He was a wine. He was a he was a Stein as well, but I can't remember what his first name was. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Look at that! What a pair we made. Okay, we've got to come back to that because uh, I have so many theories about that. Oh really? How was your week? Two oh, weeks. Oh look, firstly, how it has just been far too long, I and know. it was just a confluence of events that I had numerous weekends away, and Woogs had a couple, numerous weekends away, and they didn't actually coincide we diarized that very poorly but we're back but we're back and we were starting to get some very worried messages i know so cute like um, have you stopped podcasting <laughs> yes and i can't clean the house if you're not <laughs> podcasting and so we're going, my morning commute is terrible my favorite feedback though was when we used to be doing a, the podcast from the bed <laughs> Because <laughs> we're in the podcast studio today, but we the last few times we've done it from the bed because we're just lazy fuckers. <laughs> Someone couldn't hear. Couldn't hear me. Hear it was me. just because I was all muffled. <laughs> Mike has been leaning into the pillow a little hard. That's all. 
cool. slurring a little bit because she was half asleep. So we popped ourselves up. We've, That's got, our, right. we've got our cup of tea. We've, we've got said, our diet should we, from the, should we do it from the bed or the studio? And I went, as much as I love it from the bed, I, I have a feeling even from my standards, we slip a little bit too far. A bit too far. Can I tell you about my week? I'd love to hear about your week. As long as it's got someone really unusual looking with a funny name. Oh. That you saw on a panel. Oh. Really? Yes. That you sent me a photo of. Oh! Gosh, see, I'm so sorry. I'm very bad at picking up uh, cl- uh, picking up cues. Uh, yes. So it would be so uh, such a bad detective on this for you, <laughs> which I have watched for one week straight now. You do, and I have started talking like it's for you. Oh, really? And do things happen in your life, and you'll just go ding 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 yeah. ding. I, uh, my kids the I was in Melbourne for Tuesday, Wednesday for uh, the inaugural conference in Australia called Global Table. It's a big agri-food tech conference, massive, almost 3,000 delegates. Comes off delegates! The, comes off the back of like a massive conference movement that's Did come out of Did you have a lanyard? Yes, I had a lanyard. Do you know I'm actually starting to collect my lanyards because that is how insufferable I am? Um the keynote was by former Secretary of State John um, Kerry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when you sit in a room with a politician of that stature, that they just, it doesn't matter really. Did he try and kiss you on the, on the lips? No. But he had remarked, and his message was amazing. He was actually palpably angry and frustrated about climate change and, and the lack of that. Like, he was fabulous. And he, you could see he made all of these... Um, he made all of these references about Trump and the current political state in America, but not directly, never once used Trump's name. It was all very, but just to see someone stand up there of that caliber and be pissed off yeah. was actually really refreshing. I love pissed off people. I know, right? And he even got towards the end and was like, listen, you know, you might think that I sound quite angry. And he goes, and I am. And it's like, when they've been oh, around the tracks for so long, you just expect this sort of, you know, you know, completely honed speech, which it was, but that's very PC and very yeah. And instead, he was just like yeah. So he was amazing. And then the next day, amazing hair. What is it with American politicians and like a court, like a big head of hair, like like um Leno? You know, just that sort of really. You reckon if you aggressive to, hair. You reckon if you tried to run your hand through it, you'd just stick, stick. and it just get to the front and wouldn't go any further. Anyway. Of course, I did love a couple of the wags that follow us who saw my picture of him up on Instagram and went <laughs> and asked if that was um, the Australian comedian um, Glenn Robbins. <laughs> and that when I said he was, you know, had given this really passionate, fiery, angry keynote, they were wondering if it was just about the spicy sausages. Very funny. And then the next day was a guy called Howard Yana Shapiro, and he is an incredible um, agronomist plant person, works for Master Foods, is basically working now on a big project to add more nutrition into the 100 100 major crops grown in Africa. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot to talk about in terms of um, world hunger, but the, the issue is... Less about calories and more about nutrition. It's fascinating, very, um, very demoralising and incredibly worrying in terms of the long-term future for those countries and the world. But he was just a remarkable speaker. And then there was a number of panels and it was just, you know, when you just, um, sometimes you walk away from events like that 
where you just heard all the same things again. Yeah. And like, oh God, that's and why you I just, stopped going and you to sit, blogging and you, <laughs> you sit in those panels or those sessions and you start to nod off. And yep. this was and first rate. There's so many narcissists that go and do those keynote speakers yeah. and they are just their own biggest cheerleaders. Yes. And so it's nice just to hear but someone. There was a highlight. I did go to one. I don't quite know how I ended up there, but it was one about sort of, Oh, it was about uh, ethical investing and they call it, but they don't call it that. They call it, anyway, I can't remember, but I did send words a picture of one of the panellists and I was like, the Fongs is alive and he's at Global Table. And his name is Victor. And of course I said, of course his name is Victor. Victor. And anyway, I connected with him on um, LinkedIn because second... Uh, he looked like a Muppet and his name is Victor. Second exhibit of me being insufferable. And, yeah, he wrote back just going, yeah, it'll be, you know, it's fantastic to connect and I'm glad you enjoyed the panel. And Anyway, he's like a mega... Um, he's like a venture capitalist person but works. Like, so when people ask what do you... I hope you say you're a podcaster first. Yes, I talk about how I... Um, on my social media channels talk about how I need to poop but that my friends <laughs> run out of toilet paper so we've gone to the shops to get that first before I can enter into any discussions about, you know, the food manufacturing uh, industry in Australia. Good, because that should be the priority. It is the priority. Yes, this is this will be your eventual job. Yes, yes, that is the plan. Yes, because this is a lot more fun. <laughs> a lot less stressful. Oh, my God, deadlines, they're killing me. They're killing me. Who else is killing you? Who else is killing me? With technical problems. Oh, God. Again, another cue that I completely missed. <laughs> my mum. Oh, my God. Well, my mum's been away for like a month spending my inheritance in going to Baltic cruises Where is she? or something. She's in Copenhagen at the moment. But oh, she's back how tomorrow. divine. So I haven't been able to help her with her tech problems. So at the moment, I've been basically working about 12, 14-hour days and I got home on Thursday night and she came down almost in tears because she hasn't been getting her emails. And I I just, I am literally now in a zone where I physically manhandle Rob to being in front of me and between mum and I so that he can just... Deal. He can just deal. Anyway, the response, what the dealing with it was, you know, you have to call them. And then... So round and every, two, everyone is there going, <gasps> calling a telecom, telling, yeah, calling to a telco, calling Optus, not going to happen anyway. So yeah, that's just drives me a little bit spare. And apparently I now have to call Optus because she can't hear them. And she ended up in tears and, and she wrote crying on a note. She wrote me a note in case she didn't see me last night. And there's just these scrawled scrawled sentences of a, of a, you know, of someone just in a mania and then just written just across in one corner, tears. I have no idea where my penchant for melodrama comes from. <laughs> and, you know, I, I find this a really interesting space, right? We talk about our ageing parents. And for me, one of the situations when I'm actually really worried about someone, so my mum and her, she's getting older, her health isn't great, She's she's now got her hearing aids. They never work. It seems like she's got some sort of ENT issue because she says it all vibrates in her head. And it, but my concern and worry about that actually comes out as anger and frustration. That's not great, is it? No, it's not great. But but it's sort of how. So then I have to talk to myself and actually just go. Don't be. I have to just sort of go. 
it's okay for you to actually just be really worried about her. Like getting, yeah. getting cranky at her or getting is not actually going to make her younger, healthier, more, more independent. See, where I did it wrong and where you, you got it right was I only had two children, whereas you have four. Yeah. yeah. So as I, slide, as I slide prematurely into forgetting my name and what day it is mm. and things mm. like that, and I fast forward 20 years, I've only got two options. I've got to keep them both sweet. Yeah. Whereas you're able to... Has, like, hazmat's not going to do anything for you. He's not going to do anything, is he? No. And Jack's not going to be in the country. No. No. I'm going to be all alone. <laughs> That's why. And Mr. Wurgen, he's extreme sports. He's not going to be around for much longer. Oh, Jesus, he's just... I mean... Well, either that or he's going to live to 130. And then I would have just killed him from him being so annoying. <laughs> no, this is why. So, you know how there's the whole... But you know, like our friend... Um, Corey has seven kids. Like, yeah. she's going to be sorted. Yeah, true. True. But you know that it will always fall to one. Yeah. I reckon you can have 12 kids, but there'll still only be one that's responsible. The rest will palm it off onto that one. Guaranteed. It's like there's always one in a team. You know, when you have to do a team assignment, there's always one, like, who actually does all of it. Yeah, or like when you're going to a concert, there'll be one person who organises the tickets. Yeah, and that person is called Tracy or Michelle. Tracy or Michelle. Yeah, they're the ones that organise you well, all Well, I'm going to a hen's the... night organised by Tracy tonight. She's just had to spit her tea back into her <laughs> mouth, which is That is nice. so good. Yeah. See? Meeting at 6.30 in the city. Like, if she doesn't have some sort of poll for you to order follow... And 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 I'm and I'm having to deal with new people. Mm. Really? Yes. Ugh. An infusion of people from different walks of life. We've got the, <gasps> the bride who I'm very very close. So to. the bride's worlds are colliding. The bride's worlds are colliding. Like you the, could meet some you. new people of us. I know. Like that, you're going to meet some absolute dead shits, but you'll meet some really <laughs> nice people. I hope you're not listening to this. <laughs> Um, so work people. Not that I, no, not that you know. Like Ness's judgment in terms of friendships is fantastic. Like, yeah. you're all going to be lovely, but there will be people who you just look at and go, "I don't like you." <laughs> but that's everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. Where did I? Oh, I was at something the other day. I went up to one of the, the mums and I said, "Oh, I haven't seen you for ages." And she went, "Yes." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine being that like. Rude. But confident enough to be that rude. Um, And she'd lost a shit ton of weight and she'd looking good. And I was just about to like go into that. And I thought, you don't deserve my kindness. No, that's when you actually go, God, have you been sick? (laughs) (laughs) You had that virus. Mum mum bumped into my um, mate Bronwyn down at our local Woolies. Like this is last year sometime. And mum actually said to her, God, are you all right? You look terrible. No, you look dreadful. That's the word mum uses. You look dreadful. Bronwyn was like, I'd actually got ready. I was ready to go to work. <laughs> look, I was like, nice. thought I was all right. Well, that is also the same. Your mum's also commented on my midsection. Yeah, that's also, you know, mum's also the situation when mum was giving her daughter some coaching and Bronwyn's husband turned up to pick her up and mum said to him, oh, are you Isabel's grandfather? <laughs> so I stop talking. Just stop talking. I've got a friend who's notoriously bad and uh, the other night I had a couple of friends over for a glass of wine 
And she's walked in and she said to one of my friend's new boyfriend, which was the first time we were meeting him. So, right. you know, yes. everyone was on their it's best important. behavior. Yeah. She yeah. goes, you look like a fatter version of Mr. Woog? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And then I was like, there's I, no coming back I, from that. That's so rude. And then she'd had a few more drinks and then she went and apologized for it. And I'm like, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Don't. Leave it. Don't fan the flames. Can I tell you one of the other nice things that I did this week? So I went to Melbourne for a night last week as well. And then I was down there this week. But last week I went down and I just, I, I literally ate a packet of Cheetos for dinner and mineral water. And then for breakfast, I had the Nescafe instant coffee in my hotel room because deadlines. And I just didn't have time. I didn't have time to go out and eat yep. and do and blah, blah. And then this week... I still didn't have time, but I just went, no, like you, no, no, you're not doing that. Also, when Rob discovered that I'd had instant coffee, he actually got up and put his back to me. <laughs> and he said, I'm just doing what we do when we're training, when we're training dogs, like that you just ignore you, the you bad just behavior. Ignore the behavior. You ignore the bad <laughs> So I went out to dinner twice. Tuesday, Monday night and Tuesday night to these just solo dining, sitting up at the bar up at the kitchen. This is the best. Did you just people watch? Yeah. Awesome. So good. And the, and what happens is the wait staff are so friendly and attentive because they're, they're not cutting in on a conversation or trying to be. And so, so you made lots of little friends. Made lots of little friends. And I had the most gorgeous waiter on the second night. And I was sitting up at the bar right next to the food pass where everything comes out. So the head chef's right there. The two apprentices are next to me. And he was amazing with them. Like, he didn't yell. He didn't bark. He just was coaching and, like, you know, and if something wasn't right, like, he didn't make a huge scene. He just – I was really impressed. Anyway, my my waiter just came around and goes, you're right. And I said, I said, do I get two zucchini flowers or do – is that, like, and then this and then this? Or do I just, like, you know, and he goes – what about a zucchini flower and one of the porcini mushroom croquettes? And I went, oh, oh my god, correct, right? And then <laughs> and you just love those people who who say things like, "Let's work on this together." Yeah, leave it to me and let me see what I can do. I love those people; they're my and favorite people. And then I got this burrata dish. What's like, a burrata? It's like a mozzarella, but it's soft in the middle. It's just oh, really sounds creamy. It's like it make me shit myself. Yeah, but it's beautifully fresh and like you know, it's and it's not rich. It's like a it's milk. It, anyway, um, and he as he and it was sort of there, and then he just came over to me and goes, "Do you need do you need some more um do you need some more bread as a vehicle for that?" And I went, oh, "Yes, yes, I do." Can you shout, tell us which <laughs> restaurant this was called? This was called uh, Osteria Ilaria. See, I would never go to that because that is such a wanky name. So there's two next door to each other. There's Tipo OO, which is also a wanky name. Also Italian, but much more pastas. And and I have a feeling, I think they're actually owned by the same people. And then Ilaria Osteria, or the other way around, whatever it was. And it was literally like two blocks from my hotel. And um, it did more, less pastas. There was only a couple of pastas, but so much more. Anyway. But just, just magic, like just magic. And then I just went back to the hotel room and then I did, then I did some work and then I went to bed in a big comfy bed in a completely quiet room and I could have the air conditioning on 18 and sleep under a doona. <sighs> Do you remember when you used to work for those assholes, the millennials? Yes. <laughs> Suck on that. 
Yeah, I know. And I'm like, and there I am at this conference about climate change and global warming and how we all have to do our bit. And meanwhile, I'm like <laughs> blowing up here. I'm like, got the aircon at 18 and I'm like so toasty warm under a sheet. And it, I had like, I didn't sleep very much. Like I was just like up at five, bed at midnight. But I was like those five hours, sweet Jesus. I just didn't even... Well, yeah, what a beautiful oh, day it was yesterday, speaking of waiters. Yesterday in Sydney, it was stunning. Beautiful day. And my friend, Mrs. O'Neill, has recently purchased a Mercedes. A very fancy. Vertible. A very fancy car. She is a bona fide trophy. I wonder wife. if I can make that car pop pop. Yeah. Anyway, so she just texts a couple of the girls going, I'm going to Shelley Beach for lunch. Who'd like to come? And I thought, no, I won't go. I've got shit to do and I've got deadlines. And then I went, no, no. I'm coming. Good girl. So her and Mrs. Goodman and I went down to Shelley Beach. Yes. We had um, a beautiful lunch. We just had fish and chips and a glass of Riesling in that sun. In that sun. Every single waiter at that place is like an out-of-work model. (laughs) Well, it's Shelley Beach. For those listeners who are not in Sydney or Australia, that's a gorgeous little alcove of a beach around the corner from Manly. And then we said, I said to them, after my glass of wine. Of course you did. Do you have to be good looking to be a waiter here? And he was like... You are so offensive. No, look at me. And he was like a great god. And I was like, oh dear lord. And then we all decided that none of us would ever get a job in that restaurant. <laughs> but don't you think, because you know me, I am a lover of winter. I love the cold weather. I hate it. And I'm only just coming out of my I love like of doom the, now. You know, the rainier, the windier, the cold, colder, the better. But I have to say that this week when the weather in Sydney literally turned and suddenly noticed that we're at work and it's like, oh my God, it's still light outside. And oh, you walk outside and it's warmer outside than it is inside. And you walk outside and you're just suddenly you don't need a jacket. And you just sort of, and when I, get, when I get home and you can smell like the jonquils yes. and you just go, oh, and I, I must say, like I am under the pump at the moment, but my actual mood and my frame of mind yeah. just ha- is really good. And it hasn't been great for about the last two months. Oh, mine's been dreadful. Yeah. You yeah. know what I've been like and yeah. what this has been like. I've been shocking. Speaking of which, talking about mental health, I saw my shrink Friday week ago. Mm-hmm. And I told him about, I said, look, everything, everything in my life at the moment is great compared to where it was like you know, five years ago. Oh, God, yeah. I said, I have this you know, listed at all. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I said, so I don't know why I am so at the moment. You don't have a fob anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> I said, I don't know why at the moment I'm so up and down. Like I'm okay, but then I'm just not. And I said, and then I'm kind of fine when I'm with people. And then when I'm not with people, my brain is not being nice. And I said, and I keep trying to do my, you know, cognitive behaviour therapy. And and he said, right, we're going to work on some mindfulness. Now, I thought when I'm paying $300 a session with a psychiatrist that the notion of mindfulness would not actually come up. But, of course, I do know that there are studies that show the, the effect and the impact and the value of mindfulness. So every night for 10 minutes... I have been doing mindfulness using the Headspace app and it's really helping. It's good. Really works. Now, I know I was a long way forward in that stuff anyway. It's like I just just needed a refresher. You'd have a tendency to turn your nose up at some 
things like that. So I'm very yeah. impressed that you've actually... Yeah, I've got a reminder on my phone. She, she told me today how much she admired the gum tree out the front of my house. And I said, who the fuck are you? And I said, I've always loved gum trees, but it's only now that I'm old and I'm practicing mindfulness. I have to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the huge turning points for me in my mental health was was actually starting to notice the mundane around me yeah. and finding the beauty in Absolutely. those things. So it was, and the first way I started to do do that was to actually look outside and go, oh my God, look how blue the sky is. Like it was that cliched. And then I could start from doing that. Then I was able to start doing other things of mm. just like, you know. I know, and it's a boring topic for some, but a lot of people are interested. So we'll talk a few more minutes. Someone's trying to call you, dude. Oh, it's Oscar. Um, but should we take this call? Nice. Oscar? Oscar's actually getting his hair cut. Look at your haircut. Oh, it looks fantastic. Stand still for a second and come back onto the shot so I can see you because I'm going to put it up on the hot flush page. Okay. Now. Oh, well, that's... Oh, oh, hello. Oh, this is great. This is great podcasting material. Yes. So you got it done. Yeah. Oh, your mutton chops are gone. What? Your mutton chops are gone. <laughs> okay, well, we're just podcasting. I'll talk to you when I get home. Okay. Okay, bye, mate. Bye, Mum. Okay, so can I tell you about that? Yes. He has his friend Millie's 21st birthday party tonight, and he wanted to look nice. And so he said, I need a haircut. I said, yes, you do. And he said, can we go this afternoon? And I went, I've got to go to do a podcast. And he's like, oh, oh. I said, you can go. You can go on your own. And he was like, Okay. <laughs> So he got on the bus from Narrabeen to Warrywood. He's walked down to Warrywood Square. He's gone to the groomsman and he's got himself a haircut. Awesome. Are they kind? Yeah, they're really nice guys in there. Yeah. And they've done and they've seen him before. Yeah, okay. But we haven't actually been going there for a while. I've just been doing it at home because I haven't had time. But it's like, look at this. He's just gone and he's got his own haircut. Speaking, let's change tacks <sighs> Okay, now. let's move on. Um, I want to nominate this. Time of year being the worst time of the school year. Really? Yeah. You don't think Towards the Christmas mania is the worst? This, this, the end of the winter, mm. all the clothes are too small. Interesting. Controversial even. They, they all are over it. It's a long term. There's been exams. What? That was last term. Well, my school, we test a lot, obviously. Well, you know, yes. And, and I honestly think, from reading the room of Facebook, that a lot of people are also over this term. Mm. We had... Um, Actually, sorry, having said that, Jasper did say to me the other night... Tired? Yeah. And he said, and all of these assignments and, like, all of these assignments are just have suddenly just come up on me. Yeah. And, uh, and he's also got... He's their big performance for the big pl- the musical that he's been working on for three months. Okay, well, that's anyway, sorry, I, I cut to... you off. Yes, you did. School show, what? School showcases have oh, been on. God! So we've had science and art. And uh, two nights ago, I went to the dance school showcase, which I actually really loved. It was only 45 minutes, it was really snappy. No oh, one I talked like that. No one talked, to, like, introduced or talked to, to oh, about it. They good. just. Said, one, two, three, four, five, here's those 12 things. Jack did a solo, which absolutely brought me to tears. Yes, Like, well, oh, my God. I put it up on my Facebook page. And, I, and like, I don't normally talk about how clever he is, but, oh, my God. Yeah. Boy can dance. Yeah, the boy can dance. Um, and he also, the National Aerobics Championship. Yep. They placed fifth 
in Australia. That's really quite impressive. It's really quite impressive. I didn't Because isn't this their first year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's also up somewhere to watch and that's worth watching because it's quite funny. Although, um, you know, Woos did send it to me and just said it never gets old. And I wrote back and I went, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you about a school showcase I went to? Can so I just finish one oh, yes, last you can. point? Yes. Mr. Woog paid Jack $20. Not to attend. <laughs> oh, God, he's a man after my own heart. I tell you, he and I, something happens, you get hit by a bus. I'm, I'm reviving Rob's poly behaviour and we're, uh, we're going to shack up. Oh, God. You wouldn't want to. It would drive you mental. I don't know. He's like just the ever-ready bunny. That's fine. No, it's not because it makes me lying around feeling guilty. Oh, that's yeah, that's disappointing. One of my friends' his husband has just started working from home. Oh, that no, that can't, that's not to be encouraged. And she's a trophy wife. Oh, yeah. So she just swans around, gets her nails done, and watches yeah. daytime television and has gin and tonic with lunch. You know, yeah, lucky bitch. Um, <laughs> but now she's had to like. Look busy. Look busy and have hobbies and shit. Oh, God, that's tiring. That's awful. Uh, uh, when I, we had a school showcase one year, and I do believe it was one of the last ones I ever actually went to, where at one point there was the recorder ensemble, and they played the cucaracha <laughs> up on stage with the sombreros on, so you couldn't see their eyes. And they just played it. And they didn't just play it. They then played like 15 different versions of it with different parts and different, you know, running like, oh, my God. I sat there. Mind you, there was a mum in the row in front of us who was tripping off her tits, who at one point actually stood up during one song. She was wearing like a like a boob tube top. Top came down. Tits are out. So oh, that was entertaining. Well, it was it... kind of worth it just for seeing that. But judge someone for being off their tits at a school concert. Really? You don't think it's bad to drop a couple of E's before you go to oh, the school concert? Oh, okay. You reckon she was on drugs? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she was off her... N- yeah. Completely off her nut. No, I'm um, not going to judge that. Okay. I'm not going to judge that. I'm not, well, I'm not judging it. It was... Well, yes, I am. Well, if you are finding her more entertaining than the actual thing, you yeah. should be encouraging that behaviour. Mm, yeah. Okay. We're we going to have sniffer dogs at primary school soon. Oh, God. World's going to shit, isn't it? Mr. Oh, I love it. Wendy Harmer gets on um, Twitter and shares where everyone's sniffer dogs are. Sniffer dog at Central Station. What? Because she thinks it's disgusting that that people are getting patted down in public places. Yeah. Well, it's like them wanting to introduce mandatory drug testing for people who are on social on social security benefits. Like what do you they're think some of that? Sort of, like they're not like they're somehow some sort of subset human that doesn't it doesn't have rights and doesn't have individual liberty like fucking shove that up your jumper such a tricky one i read that an article this week about it's the town of walgett Wilcannia? No, no, there was there was a country Dubbo? town wellington oh i know wellington's got a big problem dubbo's terrible dubbo's um, got a big ice problem uh, anyway it, that frightens me I mean, I, I don't know how that can be fixed. Okay, the issue here is not who, like, who is taking drugs. The issue is what are we doing about supporting those within the community who are in positions of trauma um, or or crisis. Yeah. 
And the way the current government treats that is by punishment. It's not by programs and understanding and compassion and education. Mm. And it's like, until you actually go, you know what, we actually, we have to throw money at this in an intelligent way Mm. rather than we're going to belittle and demean people who are already already struggling on a day-to-day basis, then it's never going to change. It's scary, though. Well, that accelerates, that, that, uh, you know. That's ending it with a break. We're going to come back after this short break where we're going to introduce our first um, non-sponsored uh, um, ad. We're going to make up an ad just to show potential people oh, what really? we are capable of. So we'll see you Wait, soon. Okay, and look, I'm just going to, look, I'm going to try something new to, to go out to the ad break. Oh, no, I just turned it off. Hang on. Here we go. We'll go off to the we'll go off to the Ready, baby, will you be my man? Wanna put you on a plane? Fly you out to wherever I am. Kept you on the low. I was ashamed. Now I'm crazy about to attach your name. is not bought to you by Kleenex brand toilet tissue when we didn't have any toilet tissue and you had to use tissues tissues how was the smear factor I don't want to talk about it it was bad well you know that this is actually on sale now the Kleenex brand toilet extra long complete clean so this is offering to be soft strong and absorbent three in one clean and 50% more means that you get to change the rolls often. So thank you very much for not sponsoring us, Kleenex. On sale now at your IGA for $9.50. How many in a pack? One, two, three, nine. Twelve. Twelve. That's is not my strong point. And there you go. That's, we need that as an example so we can show um, brands. We're never getting out of time. <laughs> what we are capable what are of. What are you wearing? You look, like, you look like animal off the Muppets. This, I have you know, <laughs> is a mohair silk blended knit from Country Road. I mean, it's gorgeous, but it's... Feel it. 
Oh, it's, that's another horse blanket. It's beautiful. I'll never want that. You'll never need to hand that down to well, me. Yeah, because it to well, you. you know how I sweat in mohair. I know. Because you're a weirdo. <laughs> and it's stunning. You've got no taste. You don't give it. It's the colour of tangerine. It's the colour of animal, the Muppet. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, we're never going to get sponsors now. We're never getting sponsors. Can we do another one? Can we do, I want to do another one. Okay. Mrs. Wu, do you have trouble sleeping at night? Oh, sometimes I do and I toss and I turn. And what about waking up during the night? Do you then have trouble going back to sleep? Oh, all the time. Can I introduce you to this Vitafusion Melatonin? They come in a delightfully delicious little gummy, yes. soft tube. They taste good and they're good for you too. How are they good for me, Kim? Melatonin is a naturally forming uh, thing in your body that helps you sleep. And when you get old and crotchety, like us, we don't make enough of it anymore. Is that right? And so two gummies will provide you with waking up refresh. <gasps> it will help with jet lag. Really? They're natural flavours. Oh, yummy. And most importantly, it's lab tested and gluten free. Oh, I don't like gluten in my gummies. Gluten is the enemy of everyone. Okay, and where can I get this from? If you have a friend going over to the United States, get them to send it back because the Australian government hates us all and won't let us have anything like this on our chemist shelves. That was good. That was good. Vitafusion melatonin to get you through the night. I think that was much better. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm quite. This is quite fun. Are we? Are we taping this? Yes, Mrs. Woog. Yes, you have teenage sons. Oh, I do. I can smell them a mile away. I was going to ask you. Do they smell like roses or rotting apple cores? They smell like toe jam and fetid waste. Fetid waste or bin juice. Bin juice. Well, Rexona Men has created a new deodorant called Motion Sense, which means that if the boys spray this on after their pretend shower in the morning, they will no longer smell like bin juice, but more like toilet deodorant and promise. And where do I get that from? You can buy this at any supermarket for roughly around $7.00. Oh, thanks so much, Kim. What's it called again? Men's Rexona Motion Sense Sport. It will last for 48 hours, but your sons, particularly if they're teenagers, will push that to its limits and try and make it last for 142. Fantastic. We are going to so get sponsored. <laughs> Come on. I mean, hello. We're so good at this. We started off a bit a bit rough and a bit... Oh, you know, okay, a bit last sort of, one. Last okay. one. Kim? Yes? How's your skin coped with this winter weather? I look like a crocodile. It's papery, it's dry, and I can actually squish it up together into like a little accordion of sadness. Um, do you know, I've just recently discovered something. It's Vaseline Intensive <laughs> Care Cocoa. God, God that smells like That's deodorant. <laughs> Stop stinks. I've got to open the door. Packed with micro droplets of Vaseline jelly. Pure co- inten- intensive care cocoa glow restores dry skin to reveal its natural beauty. Oh, I'll actually have some, but I'm not sure I like the, the idea of something having the word jelly in it. And it stinks like shit. Well, now, I've ru- <laughs> now I've rubbed it all over myself. You smell like a bad chocolate cake. Oh. Okay, so maybe we'll cut that one from this. <laughs> 
Wow, that's pretty gross. It's sort of like it tastes like it smells like um like a weak hot chocolate. Yeah, that you get from a Seven Eleven. Yes, that's really watery. Like it's not even made with sort of real milk. Yeah. Oh, like the powdered hot chocolates where you just add the powder and then boiling water, like Ovaltine, like a Jarrah. like a Jarrah. Oh. Don't buy that, guys. Don't buy that. Hey, what's your new favourite? Obviously, not that Vaseline Intensive Care Cocoa Glow. <laughs> Um, I'm very much into the It Cosmetics oh. um, CC cream. It's called Your Skin But Better. Uh-huh. And I really, I've given them a shout out on Instagram. I'm very much into that at the moment. Because my skin too has suffered during this dreadful winter. You've got to stop talking <laughs> and speak. Uh, I bought one of those, do you remember like years ago, um, Nikki from Styling You talked about introduced us all to those buffing brushes that you use on your face. And I just was like, that's just ridiculous. You can't put something that harsh on your skin and, you know, like like buff your skin like um, Biff does in Back to the Future 2. It's ridiculous. So, I don't know, about four years later, I go, all right, I might give it a go. <laughs> and I bought one. And holy shit, it's just the business. What's it called? It's one of those little brushes, like, it's not one of those, it's a, it's a, for your face, and it's like got the little worry brush on it, and you just, you put your cleanser on, and then you hold the brush, and you, it all over your face, and it gets all the dead skin cells off, and it gives it a deep cleanse, and. Excellent, I'm also into tissue masks. What the fuck is a tissue mask? It's a mask made of tissue. What? You get them from, like. Is that the ones, instead of putting something on and then washing it off, you just put the whole, the whole thing, thing on you? and lie down for 15 minutes and do your meditation and pull it off and then pat all the serums into your skin. They're quite good too. I'm not sure about that. It's the leaving that's... I've got one from um, Hamish Blake, Zoe... Foster. Uh, Foster Blake's range. And, um, yeah, and, and that's the same thing. And you put it on and then you don't wash it off. You just let the stuff... And that makes... That's really skeevy. I don't, I don't like it. I want to need to wash it off. It feels weird. Yeah, I'm a bit like that. It's like me. It's like me getting my nails done, like I did today, because um, I makes my females feel claustrophobic. I feel like my fingernails can't breathe. That's why I don't do it very often. Weird. And then every now and then I go, let's do it. Let's feel a little bit more feminine and a little bit of personal care. And now it's on my fingernails, and I'm like, <laughs> is it shellac? No. Oh, so you can remove it. Yes. Well done, you. Um, did we talk about this earlier or did I just tell you? What? When we first started. Did what? we talk about how I got my whisker, whisker biscuit lasered today? Did we talk about that? No, but do you want to talk about that? Yeah, whisker biscuit's done. Back door's done. Oh, my God. Underarms are done. <gasps> so I was getting it all done and Rob said, what about um, no, getting your underarms done? And I went, what? I thought you liked my hairy pits. And no, he goes, well, because you did it in the first place and then now they've grown back, but it hasn't grown back as much. So they just look really sad. I'll just get rid of it, Kim. So I did. Oh, good. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I was all being lasered today. All lasered. And I've got had a petty. She didn't do a really good job on on scaling. Jesus, you need to get that silky foot thing happening. I know, but I, how am I going to do that and then time it that my that my foot doesn't fall off? You're just going to take a chance. <laughs> take a chance. It's worth it. It's the best thing I've ever done. It's my favourite thing to do. Um, so that's one of my new favourites. Lizzo is another favourite. Who is the woman singing that song? And who is just she was at the VMOs or the VMAs or whatever they were. And she slayed it. She's so good. And all of her body positive messages, all of her 
feminist, like, I don't need a man, I'm awesome as a, as just who I am, just get on board. Um, do you know the other thing that's a bit of a new favourite at the moment? What? And I don't know what this is about. I have come back to the land of a Rivita cracker, which yeah. is literally processed cardboard. and Well, not literally, but you get the drink. I love them. Rivita, cottage cheese, tomato, salt and pepper. Rivita, Vegemite, cheesy mite. That cheesy bite yep. might. Yum. Yeah. Well, yesterday I had Rivita, Vegemite, cottage cheese. It was so good. But the problem but do you is... you remember cottage cheese used to be like the diet food? Yeah, I remember my mum and it just it. And I just used to hate it because it was like, because you had to eat it because it was healthy. And now I just eat it. Like, yeah. I don't get this. I don't get the diet light one. Like, I just get a normal full fat Mr. one. Mr. Lou, when he makes his salads, always has a big chunk of it on the top. Protein. It's yeah. a good protein source. This is so boring. Can we move on to the lady? <laughs> questions, please. Questions. Questions, ladies. Okay, Carolyn. Hello, gorgeous ones. I know I'm not alone when I said I've missed you both. Just oh. fill me in on your week. I think we've done that. What have you been doing? We've done that. Um, I had a second babe turn 18 this week. He's currently on a pub crawl tonight. I've got the towel and the bucket at the ready. <laughs> it's 30 years, late, but I, 30 years later, but I still remember 18, what it was like yesterday. Oh, God. Dealing with drunk teenagers. Just. Look <laughs> at all. She, she just has a face. She just has this face of resignation and it's just, just like weariness. La- laughing, weariness. Laughing one minute and crying the next. Go home. In fact, one of Woogs's boys had a party the other night, and as we were outside, she said, There was crying happening here. Someone fell in the garden there. There was pashing up there. It's like, Oh, youth. Okay, so we Jax needs to come back and do some beauty hacks because the mascara he recommended is probably the best, Alicia tells us, that she's ever used in 40 years of using mascara. Wow. So can I – I have this problem with my eyes at the moment. In fact, I think my entire sinus system is not working um, in that my eyes are really itchy, but I'm using completely, like, organic – Nothing bad in them, nothing, nothing, nothing stuff like mascara and eyeliner. And so I'm really reticent to change because I think, God, if that's what's making my eyes really itchy, then I'm You have to change screwed. your eye makeup. You saw what happened to our friend Nerily. I know. Who used 10-year-old well, my, makeup. Oh, yeah, but mine's not that. Like, mine's new. Mm. But And now I can't remember what he told us, mm. which one it was. You might have to go and use a vegan one. I think it is vegan. Oh, here's an interesting one from Gabrielle. I'm going to leave this one with you. Has anyone else's clacker become drier with age? I'm now moisturising bits I've never had to do before. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about papery vagina a lot. So there are actually... I sort of thought clacker might have meant the back door. No, up your clacker. Oh, right. Okay, of course. Yes, continue. Yeah, your back, your back pass, your, your butt's not producing anything. Okay. Yeah. Guy said it's a post-menopause thing. It's not even a post-menopause. It's a, it's a, you're getting older and you're a woman. Um, now, our, one of our listeners, Taya, is really across this. So hopefully when she hears this, she'll come back and give you some advice. But there's basically pessaries that you can get. Um, and I think that's the main thing is that you just use these pessaries. And I have a feeling that maybe once you start using them, they... Um, like they kickstart yeah like they yeah so it's sort of like a i don't know i could be making that up but it's almost cumulative like once you start start taking them then after a week or so then it just but 
it's really just it's just one of the cards that we're dealt. Yes, that might be a GP thing. Um, yeah, Donna. What is <gasps> pain, Donna? Pain relief for hemorrhoids. I've never had a hemorrhoid. Oh my god, really? Yes. Am I hashtag blessed? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. It's not something I think I would deal with very well. So when I had Grover, who was ten and a half pounds or almost five kilos at birth, I was standing up for that whole process. And I then had hemorrhoids after that for almost nine months. And they are no picnic. Um, So as far as I know, there's just the normal hemorrhoid ointments you can use, but you can also then go and get them. um, They put like a little rubber band around them and they, they can burn them off or they can freeze them off or they can, um, put little rubber bands around them and then they drop off. Is it like a bunch of grapes? Uh, I've never, well, I've never actually looked at them and I'm certainly not Googling for an image of them. I just knew that I had them. How do you know you have them? Because when you go to the toilet, it really hurts and there's blood. Oh. I hope that was helpful. So people who, yeah, I mean, some people are more prone to them than others. Um, And sometimes you just get them if you... Um, experience a lot of constipation, so there's a lot of straining down there. Pregnant women? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I know, right? Good times. Melissa, I've been curious for a while now as to how and why Andrew joined the Flushes. How what? How and why Andrew joined the Flushes. Clearly because you are the podcast queens, but seriously, there's a lot of talk of the lady garden variety, (laughs) and I think it's time he had a special pod guest. And I wrote that Andrew and Anderson came to our hot flush dinner and fitted right in. Yes. So we met Andrew on Twitter, I think. Yeah, a lifetime ago. Bloody hell. Years ago. And he used to deliver us baked goods. See, baked goods will get you into our friendship <laughs> circle. But I think um, we've had this sort of discussion before. And one, they're incredibly respectful of this being a, you know, a women's space. Yeah. Uh, two... I don't think um, – because there's actually some other there's – there's Cameron is in as well, who was one of Oscar's teachers at the School of Awesome, and he is one of our biggest advocates, and he sort of is out there telling all his wife – all of his wife's friends and, you know, colleagues that they need to listen and they'll find support and humour and – you know, and, I mean, they're kind of like uh... – Well, they're active in the group too. Well, well, yeah. I mean, Cameron isn't, but he's active in a different way. Yeah, and I and I kind of think I don't know. Doesn't worry me. No. Anyway, I, I can't imagine there would be actually that many men who would want to join. No. And to be perfectly honest, I think there's only been we had one person who tried to come in disguised as a woman, <laughs> and then we sort of let them in, and then they started saying something about how this whole thing was like psychological. So they were gone in. A, <laughs> About three minutes. Um, we are very careful about who we let in. We don't just press. Well, like I check and make sure they're legit. Most of oh God, do you? Yeah, I do. Don't you? No, Kimberly. <laughs> well, I mean, I do. Well, I sort of look as when they join Facebook, and you know, most of the people who join are invited to join by a member. Yes, that's right. So, um, uh, Andrew actually answered, "We are the group's gay best friends." <laughs> I'll be up for the pod talking. I'll be up for talking Lady Gardens on the pod. No worries. I know. He's a good egg. Oh, I'm going to let you um, read that one from Christina because I think you could read it in a more vicious way. 
Christina says, uh, please just mention my name and let everyone know that I'm irrationally angry and they should steer clear. I'm angry at the world. Hubby, kids, everyone, even work. I'm over people and all their shit. The paws can go suck a dick. I know it's been discussed before, but it's my turn now. Body failing, headaches, fat guts, enormous boobs, hair unwanted. I want to get off the ride now. P.S. I love you all. You too, Andrew. And especially Mrs. Wurg and KB. Jesus, Kim. Did you realise your initials stand for kick butt? I can only imagine. I can only manage one emoji. And what emoji was it? The crying, teary, <laughs> laughing face. So Christina gets our pot, uh, our hot flusher award of the week. week yeah, because which the, is just basically we'll send you a melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you two melatonins. In the oh, okay. So yeah, look, Christina. I love you, Christina. You are always so bloody supportive and helpful of everyone. It's yeah. your time to shine. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I am still just so ragey. Like, me driving at the moment is, I'm not driving like ragey, but I'm just, someone in front of me will just do something and I go, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, like I'm that level of just cranky at everything. Uh, But I must say my mindfulness is vaguely helping. I was um, at the Coles the other day going around and around and around. And and then when I got to, eventually, I had a big shop and Harry was with me and, and then the woman said, oh, my, my scanner's not broken, working. I'm going to have to type everything in manually. What the fuck? And I said, I, don't even... I said, like, I just went, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even articulate. Like, look, 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 gooseys. I got the gooseys. I was so rageful and Harry knew that I was about to lose my shit. So he took my card and sent me to go over to like some stupid Gloria jeans and have Terrible coffee. coffee. Yeah, he, he did that, so he waited. Wow. Um, Penelope, how's Oscar? Well, you heard earlier that he's going to Millie's party tonight. He wanted to look nice, and now he does look nice. I'm a bit disappointed they cut off his mutton chops um, sideburns, which he has grown because he now shaves himself, and that's just how like his dexterity goes that he just ends up, and they're just hilarious. But anyway... Um, but I did have a phone call last week from his job center, uh, job support person who said to me, we've had a really, um, we've just had a really big sit down meeting with Bunnings and, you know, we need to talk. So of course I haven't rung her back. Um, and then Oscar said to me on Friday that next week they have a big surprise for him. So I'm like, fuck, maybe I need to ring job support. Anyway, he is great. And he went and helped out last, the week before last, they have their, you know, Bunnings does their Father's Day or their Mother's Day night, you know. Yeah. He stays at work and then helps them set it all up, probably eats about 15 hot dogs and then comes home on the bus. Good night. Good night, mum. Perfect. We've also hooked in with another new, um, to us, support service. And they do lots of social, social activities. So last week he went to Glenworth Valley for the day. He's going go-kart racing next weekend. Once a month they do a boys' dinner out um, and he's going to every single home game for the Manly Sea Eagles with them. And the guy, the support care, the carer who's sort of running the Northern Beaches unit of it, he's young and he's vibrant and he's really cruisy and it's just like where have you guys been like oh, in some aspects he has a very good life oh my god he has a better social life and a fuller more you know than than any of us <laughs> any of us he still drives me insane though 
He does, he does like he ring me. He ring me eighteen times a day. Yeah, he does ring a lot. And he just goes, oh, "I'm on the bus. Okay, I don't really need to know this." Uh, Sonia, brain fog, cures <sighs> or hints? Nah. Nah, but it's getting worse. Remember when it's we getting worse. remember when we did our Today Show um, segment? Yes, and Georgie. Georgie was saying to us how she'll be on camera. And yeah, mid interview, and it just goes. Everything just and in her head just goes. And that would be terrifying. I wonder if, and I haven't taken it for a long time. I used to take fish oil all the time, um, and then I <laughs> I bumped it for the evening primrose oil. <laughs> but I wonder if taking it helps. Mm. Don't know. Um, oh, Liz makes puts out a big um, shout out for all of the flushes who might be in the areas in Queensland and New South Wales with the fires. Mm, yeah. Hinterland of Gold Coast is yes, not having a good run of it. very and, dry out there. Mm. <gasps> um, yes, yeah, so, and, and and already, like, you know, with yeah, September. No fires. And meanwhile. Fire, fire, yeah. Shut down. But um, my friend Maggie McKellar, the author, yes. down in Tasmania, she went to Abbotsley. Yeah, I went to school with her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They've had rain, the first rain in two and a half years. I don't know how much they got, but they had it overnight. Amazing. Belinda. <laughs> this is going to now ruin it. Both of This is going to ruin everyone's life, Belinda. My big question, Mrs. Woog. Are keypads on ATM machines as dirty as the airport <gasps> scanning trays? Gross. I have to go to the bank this afternoon and now I'm going to have to take gloves. <laughs> You're going to have to take wet, like wet ones with you. Dettol wipes. No gloves, just... Plastic food yeah. prep gloves. Oh, they would be disgusting. Disgusting. <gasps> Marie talks about getting the craw- something crawling under your skin sensation. Yes, all the time. Oh, I don't understand. You don't that. get that? No. You just get this feeling under your skin. Something's crawling under your skin or around your neck or down your back or... Yeah, that's, that, another, that's another thing. Can we just chuck that one up to the yep, list? Yep, that one's on the list. How do you get rid of that? Uh, I, I, you don't. Sometimes I get this thing when I scratch one... It, Hello? One section off my shoulder, I get a tingle down my back. Oh, you're hitting a nerve. Oh, hitting a nerve. It's not easy to do. Um, Not hard to do. Okay, so Kira asks thoughts about HRT being linked to higher incidences of breast cancer. Now, I don't know. We can't really. I can't talk about that. Yeah, we're not colour qualified. Um, I can't. um, uh, Unless there's been something else that's come out this week. When I spoke to our gyno about it, um, that all of that original research that came out saying that, like however long ago it was, it actually came down to how it was being reported. Because if you actually looked, if you actually looked at the data and the research, yes, there was a there was a slightly higher rate if you were on HRT, but if you actually then just if you then looked at that in the broader picture of other illnesses and cancers and stuff that you were going to that that fall into that same cohort um it really wasn't increasing your chances dramatically at all and it was only increasing your chances if you had the you know the genetic predisposition to it and and then when you actually now take into account the level of testing and and screening and everything else that goes on so unless there's something new that's come out about that but that's something you really need to talk to your gyno 
um, about because they're fully across yeah, it. Yeah, we, we can't quite really um, Sophie, apparently we're her favourite podcast. So Thank you. Tell you your are, friends. You are, yes, tell your friends. Rate um, us, rate us, go uh, on iTunes and rate us. Yes, everyone has to go because, you know, we've been quiet for a few weeks, so we need to, you know, we need that, we need that um, public um, adulation. Yeah, and, please. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, Holly brought chicken twisties to munch on while Yay. she listens. Oh. Yeah. Marnie says the hunting. Okay, we're going, to talk, we're going to talk about that next week okay. because everyone needs to go to the SBS and there's a four-part series called The Hunted. And we're going to talk about that next week. It's really important that everybody watches it. Oh, mm. okay. Are we allowed to know anything more about yeah, it Yeah, it's, it's about um, teenagers and sexting. Oh, okay. It's really... It's scared the shit out of me, actually. Oh, yeah, I know. <sighs> um, Let's wrap it up with a chirp, chirpy one. Oh. Really? We've got so many. I know, oh, no. but oh, I have this? to go. Oh, do you? Yes. <clears throat> oh, someone talks about how you deal with teenagers pushing boundaries. Oh, that's push. Yep, we are definitely, that, that. that's what we're going to be talking about next week. <gasps> Julia's Anzac Biscuits won fourth prize <gasps> at the Royal Adelaide Show last week. Snaps for Julia. Oh, she enters every year Anzac's Sausage Rolls with homemade pastry, Ooh, Lamington's Ginger yum. Biscuits, etc. It's the best I've achieved before as a highly commended. And from one baker, you, to yes. another, is yes. that a big deal? It is a huge deal. I, I want to enter the show every year so badly and then I just don't because, <laughs> you know, I'm lazy. Oh, who's freezing their fanny off? Oh, Cindy. Okay, that'll do. That'll do. Sorry that'll we didn't do. get through all of you this week, but... Oh my god, I've got to go and get ready for a hen's night now. What are you doing tonight? Um, so last week Rob spent five hours putting together the IKEA shelves in our bedroom. And today, while I have been here, he's been putting all of his things from his bookshelves at his place up onto onto them. And so when I get home, I'm gonna put some of all of my things up on there and then we're creating our little oasis and we're gonna have a date night in our bedroom and watch Tay Tay videos. Play play music videos. Oh, that sounds heaven. I know. And tomorrow I get to go to rugby presentation day. Oh, for God's sake. When does it end? When, when does, does it end? end? Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you coming along for the ride. And as we like to say, just keep plucking. Ladies, world domination is but minus away.